Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Indie Artist Spotlight. Uh, like I've said before, I really dig these segments. I really enjoy getting to just sit and listen to a few tracks from an artist and uh, just do my thing with, just tell what I think of it. You know, not I don't really like to let's say um review the songs this that's, this is not a review channel this is a feature channel or segment or episode or whatever you want to call it i'm not here to review these tracks i'm simply here to share them with you and to give my thoughts on what you know what might have been the inspiration for these tracks or point out the uh the little intricacies that i hear the uh obvious or at least may not be that obvious but the influences that i can hear in the music and each track and and that sort of thing i just really love listening to these songs and just giving my thoughts about them just so that i can get them out there the main goal of this is always to bring more exposure to the artist and to bring new music to fans who may not have ever found them otherwise so it's really a win-win for everybody here. I win because I just get to have fun doing this. The artist wins because they're gaining more exposure, which eventually will tr translate into more downloads, more streams, more merch sales, and potentially more ticket sales when they can get back to doing live shows again. And thirdly, not only am I winning and the artist is winning, but you as the fan, you get to find new artists that you would have had no real way of discovering otherwise. Granted, you may have stumbled across them if you were really active on Twitter, or if you were just scrolling through the endless music that there is on Spotify, but honestly, Spotify is not great for discovery unless you kind of know what you're looking for, or you know a band name or a name of a song. It's really difficult to discover new stuff on there. Except for during the, you know, they do the, uh, like the weekly or daily playlist things that they curate for you that, you know, this algorithm created playlist that Spotify puts together. And it's based on your listening, um, patterns and what, what you listen to. They'll put together, uh, various tracks that kind of match up to what you have. But those are all going to be people who have been around on Spotify and who are getting numbers, they're getting streams and they're, Actually, they, they're they a known quantity. They're a proven entity They so that Spotify will actually give them enough weight to be putting them on such lists. Normally, it's going to be bigger name artists, but, you know, sometimes some indie, well, a lot of indie artists, I, I should, let me back up, a lot of indie artists get on those lists, but they're ones that have been around for a while and they they're fairly well established. For brand new artists, like a lot of the ones I'm featuring here, they're not going to be popping up on anyone's, um, you know, weekly or daily playlists, at least not anytime soon. A lot of the ones I'm featuring here, I'm featuring them because I found them through playlist curation of my own and through active, being active on Twitter and Instagram, and I thought they were straight fire, so I wanted to share their stuff. I'm not being paid to do this. They're not being paid to do this. This is just something we're all doing for fun and exposure. It helps the Autonomy Talent brand. I gained brand equity from this because people are listening and they start recognizing this brand. And I can then take that brand equity and turn it right back into all these 
amazing artists. And that's always the goal. Everything I do with Autonomy Talent is to A, to build brand, and B, to be able to take that brand and dump it back into the indie artist community. And with that, let's get right into today's episode. Today's featured artist is Mike Allen. Like so many of the artists I've been talking to on the interview shows and featuring here, I came across Mike's stuff when I was uh, curating the Quarantunes playlists. That was, like, way more work than I had anticipated, but it wound up being one of the coolest damn things I've ever done. It was really fun. I've spent days and days and days doing almost nothing but listening to people's songs and adding them to the appropriate playlists, and it was really cool. You can find all those at... uh, autonomytalent.com forward slash quarantunes that's t-u-n-e-s at the end little play on words that obviously was not very original because if you go look on spotify there's probably a thousand different playlists that use the word quarantunes in them but nonetheless so i came across mike he was one of the people who uh popped up and had submitted to one of, on one of my tweets that I put out there, ask, you know, with an open submission. And I was taking pretty much anybody, anybody that posted a link up there that to a Spotify track or their album or their artist page, I was putting at least a couple of their songs on some of the playlists. I had one giant mixed genre playlist that's, it's like over 180 songs now. And like, I think it's running around 12 to almost 13 hours worth of music. It's insane. But, um, I would put like one track from everybody on that list, and then I would put one or two tracks from everybody onto more genre-specific lists. And some of them I kind of had a hard time finding a spot for. And I've said this before that I need to go back and make uh, kind of like one to call it more of an eclectic list. That's just because I think I had to add Mike to the uh, to the alternative playlist, although it really he, his music doesn't really seem to fit there. To be honest, when I try to describe Mike's work, I struggle a little bit because it's it doesn't fit in any specific genre. There are elements of multiple different subgenres of electronica, like you know EDM and even some techno type beats here and there, which are all just subgenres of electronica overall. But then there are uh, the vocals. Like, a lot of electronica doesn't have vocals, but he's got vocals in all his work, and it's... The vocal styling is really unique. I don't... I'm trying to put my finger on it. I can't really tell exactly what style I want to label that as. But then I'm like, well, why label it? Just, it is what it is. But then there are elements of synth pop, and sometimes even, like, some hard rock vibe elements going on. It's really unique. Mike does some really cool stuff, and I think you're really going to enjoy that. Our first track today is called The Night I Saw Hell. And when you hear the description, it kind of makes more sense. He says it's all about his struggles early on with addiction. Anyone who's ever struggled with that, I'm sure that title is quite fitting. I thank my lucky stars every day that the only thing I ever really struggled with trying to quit was Nick. But that's enough about me. Let's listen to what Mike has to say about his journey. And then I'll come back and give my thoughts on the song afterwards. Over here stands a man at the gate 
That track was really cool. Um, it had a lot of those like hard rock elements in it that I was talking about when there's not actually like a heavy, crunchy, distorted guitar playing, but there are elements within the mix that give that sort of a feeling. So you'd almost think there is. It's kind of an aggressive sounding song. In the lyrics, you can really hear the angst border on anger in his voice. Considering the subject matter, that kind of makes sense. It's you're angry with the world at that point in time and it just feels like everything's coming down on you so it's a really angsty angry time period for someone who's dealing with that sort of a thing so it makes sense and uh i really think the song plays really well the all the the mix it's just amazing uh how he was able to put so many different elements in there and get them all balanced out the vocals are really cool you don't hear a lot of what typically qualifies as like an EDM type artist with actual vocals except for you know sometimes like some of the big name like you know uh, Marshmello and those guys they'll have a featured artist doing a vocal on a track here and there but that's why I say Mike's stuff is really unique because there's no one that I've seen at least that's doing anything quite like what he's doing he's got a mishmash of genres that just seems to really work and come together as a, a very unique style all his own so Kudos, Mike. Our second track here today is titled The Weight of Choice. This song is all about a rather unpopular, politically speaking, opinion that Mike holds. And honestly, I share, but he doesn't really care to elaborate on that at this point, And I don't blame him. I wouldn't either. Let's just say that it's about struggling with decisions that we have to make in our lives. So let's take a listen, and I'll come back to give my thoughts after. There's no turning back. Justification cuts no
Wow, you know, right from the beginning where he says there's no turning back, you can tell this is a cautionary tale. It's trying to point out the finality of decisions that we make. You know, some decisions that we make in life are minor, you know, like what are we going to have for lunch today? And you never know how what a ripple effect that may have and how it may affect something else five years down the road because you went to this place instead of that place. Maybe you didn't meet somebody you were supposed to. Maybe you ran into someone you wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, you just never really know. And they're all minor little decisions that we make every day that can have ramifications for years. My only take really on this is that, like I've been saying for a long time now, you should always try to live intentionally. And by that, what I mean is taking steps to intentionally drive your life the way you want it. Pay attention to the decisions that you make from the minor ones to the major ones. Every decision you make in your life and in your daily routine, stop and think about it for a second first. Even if it's like, hmm, do I want this coffee or that coffee this morning? Make Actually put some thought into it. Don't just make a rash decision. Rash decisions oftentimes lead to disastrous results. Maybe even down the road, maybe a result you don't even ever tie back to it mentally or consciously, but there is a tie back. Musically, it was really cool. It was. It sounds a lot like 80s alt-rock. I'm thinking like Depeche Mode and in that vein there. With his vocal styling and with the, the musical styling combined, you get the multiple elements in there again, and it each one of them on its own has existed previously, but together, this exact style, again, as far as I know, has never existed. So kudos to Mike for this. He's, I think he's really onto something here. This is a prime example of what I was saying in the beginning of the episode. I like to share artists that do unique stuff because there's a market out there for it. I just need the fan and the artist to kind of come together and find each other. This third track is quite an interesting concept. It's called New Bliss. It's the first track you wrote for the album Motives. And it's about coming to terms with mortality and how everybody comes to terms with it differently. And each one of them is absolutely correct. It's right for you. So let's have a listen to this one and we'll come back and talk about it a little bit more afterward.
judging by the subject matter, I wasn't really expecting such a high-energy sounding song, honestly. Um, it starts off almost kind of bouncy feeling, but it's dealing with human mortality. So it was a bit of a, a kind of a shock there. I wasn't expecting that. But it works in the fact that, I don't know, the lyrics, the vocals kind of come in and out. At times they have almost like a haunting quality to them, kind of almost impending doom type feel, but then it lightens up. I was really kind of, uh, like I said, I was surprised by this track. I hadn't heard this one prior to now, and uh, wow, a phenomenal piece of writing there. To take such a topic and make it almost a happy tune for the most part. It's I totally was not expecting that. It completely caught me off guard. I was expecting more of a somber type of a song, but no, it's, it's actually, like the description said, it's like, yeah, we all learn to cope or come to terms with our own mortality in our own way. And you know what? Whatever way you come to terms with it, you're absolutely right. That's the way it is for you. And that's a very personal thing. And this song really captured that, I, I thought, at least. Anyway, that pretty much wraps it up for another episode of the Indie Artist Spotlight. This is the uh, fifth one. And I've got at least four or five more already scheduled. I have tracks in hand that artists have sent me ready to go that I just need to edit, you know, put together like this. So this segment is going to continue on. I was doing just on Wednesdays, then I bumped it to Wednesdays and Fridays. Then I like took a week hiatus last week while I had my daughter most of the week and it was just kind of a weird week. So I unexpectedly, even to myself, took a week off from posting podcasts last week. So this week, I'm definitely going to make up for it by doing another episode on Friday. I'm not sure if that'll be a full-time thing. I'm thinking about maybe going alternating Fridays or like maybe one Friday a month. It's just going to have to play out. Let it play out and see how it goes. So anyway, again, this was Mike Allen. You can find him everywhere. He's on Spotify, um, his website, and all his other social accounts like Twitter and Instagram and everything else. I will link all that stuff up in the description and on the show notes page over on autonomytalent.com forward slash podcasts. All of these and the regular interview shows are all there in one spot. And with that, I must bid you adieu and I will see you guys on Friday. Take care and live intentionally. <laughs>